Hey, you guys, this is Sharice Hurst, and welcome to The Ambitious Agent, where you will hear information that you can apply today that's going to aid you in building a successful insurance business. Let's go. Okay, guys, so this is going to be a really quick one for you today that you can go ahead and start using in the field this week, handling objections. I want to talk to you about some of the techniques that I used in the past to help me get to the point to to where I am now, where when I sit in front of a client, it's rare that I don't close that sale uh, due to some objection that can be overcome. Um, it is something, it's a skill that that must be acquired over time, but it doesn't have to take you years to get it right like it took me. So, you know, with the trainings that insurance companies offer and our FMOs offer, they're wonderful. They offer lots of product training, but when it comes to handling an objection, oftentimes it has, it doesn't have anything to do with co-pays. It may not have anything to do with benefits. So the way you learn how to handle these objections and the techniques I've used is first, you've got to get to know your core market, period. And you don't get to know your core market by just Googling it. I mean, you can Google it too, but the way you do it is you ask lots of questions. If you've listened to my podcast before, my reels on Instagram, you know, asking questions, I am huge on that. When you're asking those questions, the point is to learn about what keeps your clients up at night. What worries them? What's going to cause them to say no? Oftentimes, it's not the benefits. It's other things. So you need to ask questions to learn the answers to those, those things. What's keeping them up at night? What worries them? You do that with every client that you sit in front of. And keep note of it. And after a while, you'll start to see a pattern. When you're dealing with, with your niche and your one core market, and in this instance, our niche are seniors who are on Medicare, a lot of them are dealing with the same problems. A lot of them have the same worries. And you have to dig deep to find out what that is. Another thing you have to pay attention to is oftentimes what people don't say is just as important as what they do say. So when your clients are answering those questions that you're asking them, don't only just pay attention to what they're saying, but pay attention to what they're choosing to leave out. Pay attention when they answer your question, they answer question one, they answer question two, but I don't know, some about those answers just aren't adding up. Don't be afraid to dig a little bit deeper because sometimes you got to ask the same question different ways to get to the truth. I don't know why it is, but oftentimes our clients don't want to just tell us just what it is. So you got to dig. You want to get down to to find out what the problem really is so that you can make sure that you're providing an actual solution to it. Once you get to the point to where you feel like you're getting to really know your core market, you're starting to, to see a pattern here, you want to go back and restructure your presentation, restructure the way you lead your folks down that path to get to the close of the sale. What you want to do is get to the point to where in your presentation, as you're leading them down that path, you are answering the questions that are in their mind without them ever having to ask you. And that's what you want to do. You want to answer question one, two, three, four, five. By the time you get to the end, you say, do you have any questions? They're like, no, you literally, it's like you read my mind. You're overcoming those objections. 
And when you handle yourself like that, when you do your presentation that way, you are instantly positioning yourself as the expert. Do you hear me? And they love that. You're positioning yourself as an expert. And they'll say, how long have you been doing this? That's because they're like, man, you really understand our needs without me even having to say it to you. That's the point that you're trying to get to. For me, it took years to get there. First, it just took me forever to figure out what technique I was going to use to overcome these these objections. But then I began to learn that in my presentations, when I'm sitting down with the client, and and especially in your presentations that you're doing, you're doing your your Medicare seminars, you're doing like if you're doing a Medicare one-on-one, oh my goodness, once you really learn your core market, and you're strategic when you put your presentation together. And boy, you're knocking those questions out one by one by one. And you can tell because the folks in the audience or whoever you may be sitting in front of, they're nodding your head as you're as you're saying some things. They're like, yeah, exactly. So that's a technique that I've used to help to overcome objections, getting to know my core market, asking questions, continuing to ask follow-up questions. If they say something that in my mind, I just know, that really doesn't make sense. Something's not adding up. Let me ask them another question because I really want to get to the bottom of this. Then going back home and rewriting out my presentation and adding in that presentation, the answer to that question that I know that that they always ask at the end, that objection that they always ask, adding that into my presentation. Another thing that I always do is, you know, you, be in an area that you work often they may there may not be a lot of doctors or you can be in a big city like me and there's some doctors y'all that are just popular across the board and I just know what plans accept them and which ones do but even though I may know by heart you know which plans accept these doctors when I'm sitting in front of someone I always look that doctor up in front of them even though I know that the plan accepts it because if you don't, even if you just say it, it's, it, it still may end up being an objection for you at the end and a reason why you're not going to close the sale. They'll always want to just take your word for it. So when I'm sitting in front of someone, I say, okay, well, let me go ahead and get a list of your doctors. And I, I want to get this list of your doctors because it's important to me to make sure that every doctor that you see that's important to you, you're going to be able to continue seeing them without an interruption in service if you decide to move forward with this plan. They, they love that. They love, and it's the way you say it. It's important to me. What's important to you is important to me, and I need to make sure there's no interruption in service. And I'll tell a lot of folks because you see, if there's a problem for you, then that means it's a problem for me because I'm going to be the one that's going to help you solve it. So this is how we're going to help eliminate these problems. I do the same thing when I'm sitting with someone who may be on low income subsidy or receiving extra help. I may know that this metformin obviously is covered by this plan and, you know, how much it's going to cost based on their their uh, level, whatever level they're on. However, I'll always say, okay, Now, I know that you are receiving LIS or extra help and as I'm sure you know, when you got that award letter in the mail, remember when you got that award letter, that black and white letter from Health and Human Services, kind of midway through the letter, kind of maybe toward the bottom, it let you know how much your medications were going to be, how much your generics were going to be, and how much your brand medications were going to be. 
no matter the plan that you were on. You, you remember that? Okay, so even though those costs are going to stay the same because it's the, it's the state who's dictating how much you pay, not the insurance company, I still like to get a list of your medications because I want to look them up anyway, because I want to make sure that whatever insurance company we we together find is a good fit for you covers all of your medications, because as you may or may not know, Every insurance company does not cover every medication. Every formulary or list of medications is not the same. So that's why it's so important to look up each medication. And even though the insurance company isn't telling you how much you're going to pay, we've got to make sure it's covered. Now, like I said, I do that even if I know that medication is covered. You know, even if it's something that's pretty much you know, covered across the board, warfarin, you know, some of the 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 high blood lisinopril and all those. I still look them up anyway because that builds trust. And at the end, they may say, "Well, I don't know when you go to you know find a plan. Well, I don't know how do I know how much my medications are going to cost because you see, right now my medications are free, or right now I pay a dollar and sixty five cents, and you know I can't afford to pay more for my medications, and that's why I'm scared to change plans because you see the plan that I'm on right now. Mm-mm. We don't need to go through all that. If in the beginning you ex- you explain to them how extra help works, you help to jog their memory, and you you help to say you know remember when you got that letter in the mail, and because a lot of folks don't don't know how their extra help or low income subsidy works. You know, you may think that they do, but believe it or not, they don't. Then you have some folks who may not even know that they're on it. And I always double check to make sure that they're on it. But I hope this helps you guys for today. This is just some quick tips that you can use and techniques to help you to overcome objections. And it all starts with asking questions and understanding your core market and then answering those questions as you learn what's really keeping your folks up at night, what really stops your folks from moving forward with either planning or changing a plan or just if they're just new to Medicare and getting on a plan, you help by dispelling those objections, helping them feel more comfortable by working those answers into your presentation. I'll catch you guys on the next one.